Hello, and welcome back to Tenant Talk, a show dedicated to providing insights and exchanging ideas on growing and operating a small business. You need to invest, say, $100,000 or $50,000. Is that money better spent? Are you getting a better return by investing it in your business rather than in the real estate itself? In this season, we'll dive into various challenges businesses face, from networking to leasing space to recruiting talent, and so much more. As your own landlord, yes, you do have building and maintenance expenses, etc. You have more control over them. You'll find it here on Tenant Talk. Hi, welcome back to Tenant Talk. On today's episode, we're going to talk about leasing versus buying a space and the pros and cons of each of those. Once again, I'm Bill Singer. I'm a principal at Kenwood Management and joining me for today is Christina May, CEO and founder of Illuminate. Christina, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me back, Bill. I'm super excited about today's episode. When we dig more into buying versus leasing a space, we both have personally been through these decisions in the past. So it'll be a lot of fun to dive into these for our audience. And you are the in-resident expert uh, for this episode. So um, let's dive into, let's start with leasing a space. Let's start there. Okay, perfect. So I think with any business, um, especially one that's whether you're starting out or more established, when you think about leasing and you think about the priorities that you want out of leasing a space, one of the critical elements is deciding how much space you need today and how much space you might need a few years from now, five years from now, seven years from now. And if you expect that your space needs are gonna change significantly one way or another over that time period, that really factors in ultimately to why leasing might make more sense. Obviously, if you buy a space, you're stuck with it. it that's your size, and um, it, it's not easy to necessarily to expand it. So if you think that your needs are going to change, if you're going to add more personnel, if you're going to have other needs for the business over time, leasing is probably a very good, uh, very good advantage. Among the other things that I think are important for any business to consider when they're looking at the pros and cons of leasing a space is how do you want to, um, how much time do you have to allocate towards taking care of a space? When you lease a space, um, you have a landlord who can take care of any repair and maintenance related items, who will take care of paying the utility bills, who will make sure that the, the um, grass is cut or that the snow is removed if you're in a, in a region that has snow. It, it enables a tenant to really, or a business owner, to really focus on probably what's most important, which is your business, and and not have to think about some of the elements that just come along with owning any piece of property. So, um, so if those types of issues, space needs, how you want to focus your time and effort, really become important to you, then um, leasing is a very good option. Among the other things that I think are valuable for any business owner to think about in contemplating this decision is also, you're, if you consider buying something, you're gonna need a fairly significant down payment, right? You're gonna need 20%, 25% plus closing, and that could be a significant amount of money for a particular business owner at any one time. 
you're not really going to have that cash outlay um, in leasing a space. You will have some, and, and I do want to stress that, and any business owner should realize that when they go into a space, you're going to have moving costs, you're going to likely have IT and phone costs, so there, you still need to budget something no matter what you're going to be moving into, but certainly the outlay, the total capital that you need for leasing um, is going to be significantly less. And I think one of the other um, one of the other things that a business owner should think about in this decision is what is the return on the investment that you're about to make. And what I mean by that is when you're investing in a property, when you're thinking about buying your own property, um, you have to realize that probably the appreciation on that property, the, the amount of value that's going to be created each year is probably in the range of maybe 8%, 10%, you know, in a particularly good year. So you have to balance that against what's the return on an investment when you invest in your own business. So what, you know, frequently I talk to other small business owners and the return on any investment that they're making in their own business is often more than 20%. So if you need to invest, say, $100,000 or $50,000, um, is that money better spent? Are you getting a better return by investing it in your business rather than in the real estate itself? I have a question for you, Bill, that might not be clear to everyone. So when you're discussing leasing a space and you're talking about the expenses, there's also different types of leases and what the tenant is responsible for. Can you touch on some of those just to add a level of clarity for our audience? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the probably the most frequent two types of leases are a gross lease and a triple net lease. A gross lease, and, and the, really the difference between the two is who has responsibility for certain things and who pays for them. Um, so in a triple net lease, most frequently a tenant is responsible really to take care of everything within their premises. They'd be responsible to do their own cleaning, for example, likely their own trash removal, repair and maintenance of anything that goes on in the space. Um, let's compare that now to a gross lease where the responsibility and generally the financial responsibility as well flips now to the landlord. So you have the ability when you are in a gross lease to simply like pick up the phone and call somebody and have somebody else take care of these problems. But in a triple net lease, you end up having to do that. And it's just a matter also of weighing what's the most important for you to spend your time on. And many times that is, um, that is your business itself. Okay, Bill. So is there are so many options that are out there. Is there any particular market or timing um, or anything where there's more advantageous options towards leasing in the market? Yeah. So I think that one in most markets, I think what most small business owners will find is that um, there are usually very few or much fewer options to purchase a space than there is to lease a space. When you look to lease a space, you could end up um, in a, in a multi-story building, for example, and have a very glamorous lobby. You could end up in a single-story office building um, and have direct access from the street into your space. If you're um, a warehouse business owner, 
you know, there are generally very many options. You could find a space where you're in a multi-tenant warehouse project, but you could also find a situation where you're the only tenant. When it comes to buying, um, the number of options typically in any market that a business owner would have would be much fewer. Um, and they also might be in a less advantageous location than a business owner would typically want to do. Almost in every market that I know of, there are just many, many more options for people to lease than to purchase. Okay, well you have sung the praises of leasing. Now maybe let's talk a little bit about the disadvantages of sure. leasing. Yeah, so um, some of the disadvantages you could have with leasing are if you own the space, right, you're gonna build up some equity. Um, you're going to um, benefit from um, having to make a mortgage payment, and part of that mortgage payment is gonna go to um, reducing the principal balance. So you're gonna build some equity um, out of the real estate itself. Now, if you're in a business that has typically a very stable number of people working for you, and an example of that could be a dental practice, um, an accounting firm, a legal firm. Um, if you think that your, the number of people in your shop is gonna remain pretty stable, then purchasing that space could be a terrific option for you. Um, so those are a, a couple of the advantages of owning a space. You also have the ability when you own a space to really make it your own, to put your own stamp on it, to, um, to make the changes that you want to make when you want to make them without having to get somebody else like a landlord to approve them. So you can really customize what you're looking to get out of the space when you own it. Have you seen a lot of changes in the market when it comes to space um, particularly to size of spaces, you've spoken a lot to this, um, changing sizes of workforce, et cetera, leasing versus buying. I know in our case, um, we own our building and we were to a place where we were actually out of space and we have changed over to a hybrid remote model where we still have the building, people still use the building, um, but we have staff that is no longer here. Um, they are in other locations. So because of that, we were able to continue to use the space and we got kind of out of that predicament. So taking a look at those trends, what trends do you see in the leasing and purchasing space in the market when it comes specifically to square footage? Right, and this is a, this is a very interesting question because there, uh, this might actually highlight some of the advantages of leasing over buying, particularly in the way people have changed the, the way they're thinking about the use of space. So if I flash back um, to say 2019, we saw frequently people in office spaces moving towards um, cubes, moving towards a very densely packed number of people within a space. Um, in our industry, we frequently refer to as what's like the occupancy per square foot. And probably 10 years ago, 12 years ago, that number was around 200 square foot per person was a very typical number. By 2019, in many markets, that number had reduced to about 125 square feet per person. So just a, a way to show that uh, the space was used, being used more densely by more people. After... Um, the most recent coronavirus um, things going on, 
there's been now more of a shift going back to private offices. And one of the advantages, for example, of leasing comes into play with this exact situation because if you owned your space, you would have to front the capital to make those specific improvements, to build out those individual offices. But when you lease the space, that landlord will typically do that work for you. So you're not having to front what could be a significant amount of money to make the space work for you. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute because as you can kind of tell um, and you being in the business, um, you know, you're very pro-lease. Um, but I'll play devil's advocate for some of the other reasons why purchase makes a lot of sense sometimes uh, for uh, a business owner. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that has to do with when you're talking about time and time value of money. Um, needs to come back to, you need to understand when the landlord's doing something for you, they're marking it up. So um, a lot of times there, when you're, when you're putting that number together, you need to look at, okay, yes, it is a time value of money, um, but um, all these improvements, and if you need to heavily improve your space, you cannot take it with you. You really cannot take it with you. So for instance, even the studio that we're in, it would be really hard to take all the electric and the custom work that we have done to make the space. So um, I think in those cases, um, if you can, and also if you're the owner, and this can also be an equity play for you, it, your space can actually turn into another investment. The other thing I would also point out is as your own landlord, yes, you do have building and maintenance expenses, et cetera, but you have more control over them. And two, when you have to have a drastic change in your business like we've had, and a lot of companies have had in the past few years, you can change the payment for yourself if you need to. Whereas if you're leasing, going back to the landlord to negotiate, that's going to be a different process. It's more of a negotiation in the mirror and with your accountant. So a little bit different um, for both, um, but we don't regret the investment that we've made in, in our space. Um, it suits our type of business, but I do think that small business owners um, particularly need to take a look at where they are, what season of your business are you in, and what makes the most financial sense for the business and also for you personally. Yeah, I, I would add one other point, though, to think about, and, I'm not, and, and there are absolutely benefits um, for each scenario, whether you want to lease or whether you want to buy. The one thing I would point out, though, is that when you purchase the property, um, your, more or less your monthly payment is locked in. It will, might change if you refinance, um, but rental rates are established by the market. And in some markets, they've been relatively flat for more than 10 years. In some cases, they've even gone down some. So when you buy something, though, you've locked in usually that number. When you're leasing, as the market changes, and it could change to the benefit of a tenant, you will actually have a reduction uh, in your rental payment. And I will point out as well, rental payments are fully tax deductible, where your mortgage payment, only the interest would be tax deductible. And we'll remind Bill that you're sometimes, it doesn't just go down. Sometimes your lease payment goes up. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it can certainly do that. It goes both ways. Yes. All right. So if you had one nugget um, to, uh, I would say, let's look at this. Let's look at someone who is on the cusp of earlier in their business. Would you suggest lease or buy? 
and later in their business, let's say the business is stable and established, yeah. lease or buy. Yeah, so, so I think as a, as, a, as a business is starting out, um, the flexibility of leasing is a much better way to go. Um, I will point out as well to our audience that when you do lease, a landlord will typically want to ask you for financials on your business. They're trying to understand what the risk is in leasing to you, generally because they want to make sure that you will fulfill the contract, the lease that you're actually signing. So they, they will ask for that. Uh, that's very typical. Um, but I think starting out leasing makes a lot of sense. It just gives so many businesses flexibility. But if, again, if you're a more established business and you think your footprint is going to be pretty stable over the next few years, there's nothing wrong with purchasing as well. It can be a very good option for a lot of businesses. Great. Well, I certainly learned a lot. Um, that is the pattern that we followed. Um, we started out as a lease um, and then later moved to purchase. So hopefully this gives our viewers a lot of information to digest, either for their lease or purchase decisions. Yeah. And Christina, thank you so much for joining me again on Tenant Talk. Thank you as well for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. I do also want to point out to you that in the show notes, there will be links to articles and other information on this topic. Please take a look at that, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you.